Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So I'm doing something a little bit different today. I'm trying this out. Uh, I've done this before, actually. I have done video recordings of the podcast in conjunction with just the audio. Um, Today I'm trying this differently because I have been wanting, since the beginning of the school year, to... um, do a live video showing our curriculum choices for this year. I think pretty much every year I do that um, on Facebook and I was going to try to do it on Instagram this year just because that's where a lot of my people follow me now is on Instagram. And so I was going to do a live video and show everybody my curriculum choices but I decided what if I did it on the podcast, I video record it and then I can save it to YouTube and it's always there and you guys can uh, see my curriculum choices on the YouTube channel as well as on the podcast. So this episode will be available on the podcast as always and then it will also be hopefully, Lord willing, available on my YouTube channel. If you don't follow my YouTube channel, I would love for you to subscribe. I do daily devotionals there every single day. Um, Every morning I put up a little encouragement video from God's Word and so I would love for you to go check that out as well. Before I start our episode today, which I'm going to show you, we're going to talk about homeschooling today. I'm going to show you all my curriculum, whether you're a homeschooler or not. Um, You know, I know if you're a homeschooler, you always, everybody always wants to see what everybody else is using. But if you're not a homeschooler, I hope it gives you a little peek into our world. Um, And I would love to encourage anyone out there, if you're on the fence about homeschooling, to reach out to me. Um, I would love to chat with you more about all of your homeschooling questions. But before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning Christian homeschool curriculum provider. They have um, online curriculum. They have self-paced digital curriculum. They have traditional textbook curriculum. They have everything from K to 12 for science. They now have math. They have Bible, language arts. They have many different options for the homeschooling family. We have always used their curriculum in some way, shape, or form. Even some years if we take off, I've always kind of pull in some of their resources somewhere along the way. Um, But we have never been disappointed. Right now, you can get a free download of um, an Understanding the Immune System free download. So I'm planning on downloading that for my kids this year because... I think there's a lot of talk about the immune system out there these days, don't you? (laughs) So I want to check that out for them. Um, But there's a lot of other free resources as well. So go over to Apologia.com and check out all they have to offer. So let's talk about all things homeschooling. Uh, A couple weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about how I keep it simple in my homeschool. I think that episode was one of the... Um, most listened to, at least like in its first week out um, ever, 
of all my podcast episodes. So that was really exciting. I guess a lot of you want to hear about keeping it simple. And so I generally like to, you know, talk about if you're listening for the first time, I generally talk about just Jesus, right? On every episode, I encourage you to get rid of anything in your life that is distracting you from him, from your purpose, from living um, for him. And so um, you can go in the podcast archives. I've been doing this podcast for I don't even know how many years, many, many, many years. And so you can go in the podcast episode archives. You can find all kinds of encouraging episodes on all kinds of things, talking about my faith in Jesus and keeping it simple. But you'll also find in there sometimes episodes like this one talking about homeschool because we are a homeschooling family. Now, this year, our homeschool has changed immensely. So as many of you know, if you follow me for any amount of time, two years ago, we graduated our firstborn. So I have four children, uh, homeschool all of them since the beginning of time, since my oldest was just entering kindergarten. Write all about that in my books, um, especially in the book called Home and in the Simple Homeschool Journey, which so many of you have written me lately to tell me that that book has encouraged you at the start of your school year. If you have not read those books, you can go over to Amazon. They're short and simple reads, um, but so many of you have told me that it helps you get off to the right start um, in the beginning of your homeschool year because I always encourage you to keep you know what matters most in the forefront. So anyway, we started homeschooling my daughter, and again, you can hear that whole story. There's actually a whole podcast episode on that whole story of how we started homeschooling. I was the least likely person in the world to homeschool. And here we are going on our, are we on our 16th, 17th year? 16th, I think. Um, and anyway, a long time. And so you can find that episode in the archives. You can also find, like I said, our whole story um, in the book called Home, as well as The Simple Homeschool Journey, which is my latest book. I wrote that after she graduated high school, which was two years ago. So two years ago, we finally completed the homeschooling journey for one child. She graduated. She went off to college. And lo and behold, she's getting married next month. So life has been crazy. She found the love of her life out there uh, while at school, not at school, but while at school. And it's just very exciting time. So she'll continue her education after she's married. Um, And then we just graduated my second born, my oldest son, this homeschool year. And now he's off for nine months in a Christian gap year program, which I absolutely plan to do a podcast episode in the future about that once he's been there longer. So I can really give you more of an insight of the actual experience. But so many of you have asked me about it. um, And I will promise to do an episode on that in the future. So we went from having four kids at home homeschooling to now two. And I compare it to when you had, if you had more than one child, then you can understand that when you went from one child to two, it was a big deal. Like I remember it was, you know, going from one to two was a big transition, obviously, Um, Because you had never, you know, uh, what's the word, Uh, multitasked before. And all of a sudden you had, you know, these, all these new routines and, and the whole dynamic changed in the family. And 
that was one of the hardest transitions. Like by the time we went from three to four, it was like nothing because we were kind of used to it and um, the transition was a lot easier. So going from one to two children was difficult. And I compare graduating my second to that same thing. Like when we graduated one and we sent her to college, it was difficult. It was new. We had to get used to new family dynamics. Um, There was a new routine and all of that. But when we graduated the second and sent him away, it's actually been harder. You would think it would get easier. It has absolutely been harder. Our whole family dynamic has changed um, again. But I feel it even more so this time. You know, going from a house of four to three and now two, it just is different. Um, And so we've, we've really been feeling it. So we're going through a lot of emotions lately. I mean, preparing one for a wedding, launching off another to adulthood. It's been a lot. So anyway, I'm not going to get into all that, but uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm saying that so you know what kind of uh, a year we've been off to. So I'm really keeping it simple in our homeschool this year. I'm not looking for any bells and whistles. I'm not looking to add anything extra. I really do realize after graduating two children, and I write about this as well in the Simple Homeschool Journey, again, available on Amazon, um, but I really, really, really realize now like what's truly important. And it's just, you know, you go through those years of worrying about curriculum and being on the homeschool hamster wheel, and you realize when it's over, the things that truly mattered most. And it wasn't, you know, which books we read in third grade, not saying they're not important, but it it wasn't what, you know, math curriculum I chose in second grade. It wasn't, you know, even some of the things that felt really big, like what style of homeschooling and how should our schedule look? Those things mattered, but not nearly as much as building our family, building our foundation on the Lord and all of um, all of our, you know, faith being really passed down to our kids, building really strong relationships with them matters so much because now that they're gone, you know, it's a whole different dynamic. So I'm thankful that we are close as a family. Um, That makes it a little bit easier. So anyway, um, it has been difficult, and uh, I've tried to keep this year even more simple than ever. So I just have two at home right now. I have my seventh grader, and I have my 11th grader. And I cannot even say the words that he's going to be a senior next year because I really I can't go through this again. <laughs> I can't go through this again. <sighs> so I'm not, I'm not going there yet. All right, so we are, I'm going to show you guys what we chose for our curriculum this year. Again, I I do this video to show you guys because I know a lot of people want to know what everybody else is doing out there. Don't copy me. Don't, you know, it's nice to get a a little peek into someone else's homeschool, but don't copy me. Um, And, you know, if there's anything you would learn from me, it's that you need to pray about your curriculum choices, about your homeschool, um, and also just keeping God at the center of everything is what matters most. Um, and keep it simple. Keep it simple. Enjoy your kids. I realized also when my kids graduated that teaching them life skills was not just like homeschool lingo. It was the stuff that really mattered. I mean, they are, I can't... I can't even like put into words seeing my kids be independent and knowing that they're okay and that they can thrive out there in the world. 
Um, so I was always big on real life learning and real, you know, like life teaching my kids, not necessarily textbooks. And it, that's not just a myth. That's not just a, or like not a myth, but like a really good theory. It works. Like I see that my kids were really prepared for life and that makes me happy. And also I want to remind you, no matter what curriculum you choose, no matter what you do in your homeschool from the ages of K to 12. I told my son, and I did an entire podcast episode about this as well, so you can find that in the archives, but I told him, guess what? Like, your homeschool journey is over, but your education is really just beginning. Because if you think about it, I'm 46 years old. I have learned more in the past 20 years of my life, 25 years of my life, than I ever did in the, you know, in the first uh K to 12 years, right? I've learned, uh, let's change that. I've learned more probably in the past five, 10 years than I ever learned, you know, in my entire education. We never stop learning. So I told my son, I gave you the tools to now educate yourself. You will never stop learning. Your life is just beginning and you're going to be learning your entire life. And so keep that in mind. Uh, those parents out there who are trying to teach their kids everything they need to know before they graduate. Give them the tools to learn, and that's really success because they can learn anything, especially in our day and age. You can learn anything you want to know these days. Uh, you know, you got YouTube and all kinds of online courses, and it's wonderful. And so we want to give them the tools and the love of learning because they're ultimately going to be their own teachers someday. All right, so let's get to the curriculum because I know that's what you guys are waiting for. So... Our day is super simple right now, and it has to be number one because my mind is not really, my mind is all over the place. You know, planning a wedding, we just had a shower, getting my son off to adulthood, you know, uh, missing him, dealing with all the emotions that come from that. Uh, there's just a lot going on, a lot, a lot of different family things like everybody has, right? Every year, I always tell people this. We always think like next year will be the year I get my homeschool together. How many of you out there, raise your hand at home, <laughs> how many of you out there in the spring, you're like so burnt out from the homeschool year, but you're like next year, next year is going to be the year. Next year is the year where I get the perfect curriculum, the perfect planner, the perfect system, the perfect meal chart, the perfect, you know, uh, discipline chart, all this stuff. And next year is going to be the year that we're finally going to arrive. Guess what? You never arrive. I've been homeschooling 16 years. I've never arrived, right? Every year is different because guess what? Every year we go through new things. Every single year in our homeschool, we have had something like big because that's what life is. We've had job loss. We've had illness. We've had death in the family. We've had a lot of traveling. We've had moving. We've had really good things. We've had a birth in the family. You know, a, you know birth of my, my youngest son was born one of those years in our early years of homeschooling. Um, but we've also had tragedies. We've had a year where we had five deaths in five months. You know, we've had the pandemic. We've had everything, right? Now we have kids leaving. <laughs> so we have to get rid of the illusion that like next year is the year where we're finally going to get gonna get it together. Just like I have gotten rid of the illusion where I'm like, okay, after October when the wedding's over, then life will settle down. No, it won't. <laughs> 
life will not. That's part of life. So be prepared that every year is going to have its own flavor. Every year is going to have its own season. And every year is probably going to be crazy in some way. And so for me, I have to keep it simple. Be okay, now we have lightning going on. So you may have just seen that in the video. Lord, don't let us lose power. Uh, because I lose power a lot here in my house. <laughs> so anyway, um, now what was I saying? Okay, so anyway, the lightning just distracted me. So anyway, every year is different. And um, we have to just, like for me, keep it simple so that I can focus on teaching my kids how to live life, how to get through. And here comes the thunder. Let's hope that doesn't distract us from this video. Let's hope that storm passes by quickly. Okay, so every year, isn't it funny that there's a thunderstorm trying to distract me from what I'm saying about, you know, things happening in our homeschool year to distract us. So anyway, I want to teach my kids how to deal with all those things that come their way. You know, when there's moving, when there's death in the family, when there's illness, when there's wonderful things, when there's highs, when there's lows. So rather than seeing all those things that happen every year as like hindrances or interruptions, see them as part of the education and really the biggest part of the education because you know I feel very confident that my daughter at 20 years old is going now to be married you know she's young but oh is she mature and prepared so that says something I think for homeschooling and for our kids really um, living life with us and seeing our journey on the way before I show you my curriculum one more thing that would be very helpful that I wanted to point out to you guys I have an e-course called simplify your homeschool it's just four videos well they're kind of long I think they're like each an hour long there's a lot of downloads in there and resources for you um, and it's me you know, just teaching you really how to do these things, how to keep it simple, how to focus on what truly matters most. Um, and that e-course is available on my website at simplylivingforhim.com or you can go to simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com and you can find, I'll link those also in the show notes or just go to my website and you will find it. But I've heard from so many people that that course has really been helpful so if you just want to like sit and listen to me you know encourage you um, and help you to keep things simple take it a lot further than you know just like a podcast episode or something go check out the e-course um, it's at simplylivingforhim.com I also have my e-course called bible-based homeschooling available that's 20 videos teaching um and that shows you if you're like you know kind of burnt out from the curriculum from the stuff that shows you how we used just the Bible to teach our kids for one year in our homeschool. Now, you don't have to do that. You can just do it for like a month. You can do it, you know, for as long as you want. But I show you how to kind of like take a step back and just immerse yourselves in the Bible and you will learn history. You can learn language arts. You can learn um, science. Everything is right there by the one who created all those subjects. And it also teaches you the importance of um, a Bible-based homeschool, no matter what curriculum you choose, teaching with God at the center. So that is also available at simplylivingforhim.com and as well as my homeschooling books on Amazon, Called Home, The 
real homeschool and the simple homeschool journey. You can find all those on Amazon. They've been uh, available. My first two books for many years have been bestsellers for many years. They're very simple, to the point, homeschool encouragement books. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. I have some of my books here in front of me to show you and some of the stuff we're just doing online. So I have my little list. I want to make sure I don't forget anything. The first thing we're doing in the morning is, and I'll tell you, we don't really have like a very good set schedule. I just have the two at home right now. Um, we do start around between 9 and 10 a.m. Um, and my two sons before we even start school, they have to go out and take care of all of our little farm animals. So I count that as school. Uh, so they feed them and water them and clean and do all that stuff. So that takes a little while. So we don't get started usually till the earliest nine, I would say the latest 10. Um, and my oldest son works now. He works over at uh, Chick-fil-A. So I have to take him to work sometimes in the afternoon. So our schedule, you know, depending on the day, never really stays the same. You know, I, I know people are always like, show me your schedule. And I'm just like, it uh, depends. You know, every day is different. But for the most part, we start together. Um, and I've been giving them the choice lately. We do a couple things together. Well, really only one thing this year together. We do the um, history together. And so I've been giving them a choice. Like, do you want to get all your individual work out of the way first? Or do you want to do our together work first? Today, we did our together work first. It's just what they chose. I'm, I'm flexible. I'm not like, we must do history from 10 to 1045, you know? All right, so let me show you what we're using for history. We are using the mystery of history. If you're watching on video, I'm showing you in the uh, video right now. And I have loved the mystery of history. In the past, we used it when my kids were younger. I love the mystery of history for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's a biblical basis. And I don't teach anything really without a biblical basis because God is the one who created history. He wrote history. And so we must see God at the center of it all. I absolutely am in love with this curriculum so far. We're only on, I'll tell you, lesson four. But I am learning right along with my kids. And I, we just studied Paul. And like there's pretty much, you know, Paul is like one of my favorites in the Bible. And so, of course, I just love it. I love all the Bible learning in it. Um, this one is volume three. It's the early church in the Middle Ages. I did one of these with my kids when it was when they were little. I think it was the previous volume, the first volume, and they were younger. So what I love about the mystery of history, besides a biblical perspective, is that you can do it for all ages at once. And that's like key. When I had four at home, I loved doing as much as we could together. And so the mystery of history has you, you know, the student reader, it's called. And, you know, that's this textbook, which I, even though my kids are in high school, I'm reading it with them. And then we discuss it and we do the activities. And then so it breaks it down for younger kids, middle kids and older kids. And so you can choose the things after you've read it together. They also have the readings on MP3. So you can or CDs. I don't know. I think they're both. So you can listen if your kids listen or learn better that way. You know, they can listen. You can listen while you're in the car. If you're one of those homeschool families that are in the car a lot and you have a busy schedule, you can listen in the car. Um, I choose to just read it to my kids. 
and then we can break it down. So we don't use the younger activities, um, but you know, sometimes if I see one in there that I'm like, oh, my kids will think that's fun, I'll do it. I don't care. Um, I've been focusing mostly on the older activities. Um, there's maps. There's a little like pretest to get them thinking before you read the lesson. Um, today we were working on maps and. Um, trying to think what other activities we did this week, looking up various Bible verses. So we were looking at a lot of stories that took place in Acts this week. So they were looking up different um, passages in the Bible in Acts. I just love it. I just love it so much. So um, we talked actually to uh, on Acts 17, which is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. And it was talking about the Stoics and the Epicureans, how Paul was speaking to them at Mars Hill. And so we went and got a Bible dictionary and we looked up more information on the Stoics and the Epicureans. You can take this as far as you want. You can have your kids like, you know, write a paper on them if, if you want. You can take it really far if you want even go further than the activities. Um, I like to give my older son some more writing assignments like every week. I have done that in the past. I would have them write like an essay um, because that's the one area where he needs a little help. So if I can incorporate an extra writing assignment in history, I will do that. Okay, so they each have a binder that goes with the mystery of history. They have um, done it just pretty much like the, the book tells you to set up like a binder with different dividers tells you how to do that I'm not one that likes to get too fussy I'm very much like I'll look something like eh, you don't have to do that eh, you don't have to if I find it's just extra and busy work they don't have to do it however I like the binder I like that they're like doing the activities and filing things away doing the maps um, and then even this week we did a lot of geography kind of like beyond what was recommended in the book because I really wanted to make sure they know where their countries and continents and oceans are. I mean, the 11th grader by now. I mean, they all they both do by now, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt to make sure. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we just kind of talked about that kind of stuff. We got out an atlas and looked at maps. And sometimes we just go down rabbit trails. Like this atlas had a map of Antarctica. I don't really think I've ever seen Antarctica on a map. So we started like, I mean, I've seen it on a map, but I mean an actual map of the land of Antarctica. So we kind of were looking at that. So we go on rabbit trails quite a bit. All right. So that was our mystery of history that we're doing together. And again, I love it because you can do it for both, you know, various ages and you can do it all at once. When my kids were little and I had four of them and we were, you know, ranging in ages from preschool up to middle school or elementary up to high school. I love curriculum that you can do together, discuss together, and then each one can go off and do their own activities based on their level. And so that is exciting about the mystery of history. And none of this is affiliated. I'm not doing any of this for ads or anything like that. I'm just telling you what we do. Okay, so we have, as you guys know, Apologia is one of my sponsors for this podcast. We have always loved Apologia. We have used Apologia in science for pretty much many 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 of our all of our early homeschool years always high school we used it as well for my first two uh, we are actually not using it this year for science but it's not because I don't love apologia it's just because I know that my um, oldest son right now it it's it's challenging and that he just needed something a little gentler and so we're using a Physics 101 for him. So he's in 11th grade. It's called Physics 101. It's online. Well, it doesn't have to be online. You can get DVDs or you can stream it. We purchased the streaming online. 
He used it uh, last year for chemistry. It was Chemistry 101. It's called the 101 Series, I believe. I will link everything in the show notes and in the YouTube video. I'm going to link all the products that I talk about. Um, So it is the Physics 101. And so he watches a video teaching. Today's was about 37 minutes long. So I'll have that video. And then there's um, research and like a paper, which I love again. And they're short. They're only, I don't know, like 200 words or something. So you answer a question um, during the week afterwards. There's labs that go with it, you know, different activities. So there's ways to take what they learned in the video further. He takes notes while he's watching the video. Um, And then he has a quiz at the end of the lesson. This works really well for him. He is my one that has a little bit more learning challenges. And this is one curriculum that he has enjoyed. So he watches the video. He does the extra assignments, the research, the reports. He does the lab. He does the quiz. And that's usually what one lesson will contain. And it is... um, it's basic science. So like when we did chemistry and physics, these are for people that are not going to go into science and be like a science major uh, in college. Um, so I would recommend it for a gentler approach for somebody who is not going into STEM or science or anything like that. I would highly recommend, and we always use, like I said, apology other years, um, for those children, especially if they're going into science, they're very... Um, they're very rigorous and my daughter who did not go into science at all she went into theater and now she's into ministry um she did apologia all throughout high school she um found it challenging but yet even though she didn't go into science i feel like it prepared her very well for college just because of the amount of work and the um you know the challenge of it it really prepared her well for college so that's just a little aside so he's doing the 11th grader is doing the physics 101 and the seventh grader i'm trying something new this year uh it is homeschool journey journey homeschool academy why is it slipping i'm going to look on my computer real quick uh i think it is home it is (laughs) i'm gonna look journeyhomeschoolacademy.com and we are doing earth science there were two courses for his level it was either astronomy or earth science he chose to learn earth science so far so good he likes it i don't want to say he loves it um but he likes it it's again it's a video he watches the video. Um, there's some extra resources that he can do. And then there's a lab that he can do. Um, and then there is um, a test or a quiz. And that's online. And he really enjoys that. So that's the Journey Homeschool Academy. Next year, I think the 101 series is doing a... Um, general science course and I think he may use that next year or we may use apology a general science because we've always used that in middle school all right so that is called again journey homeschool academy he's doing earth science oh they have other courses on there for older and younger the astronomy one looks really cool and the only reason he chose earth science over astronomy was because he liked the idea of doing the labs in the earth science and the activities and astronomy has labs but they're or activities but they're all requiring you know like outside looking at the stars and all of that which 
is very cool and I love, love, love anything to do with astronomy. But he just felt like there might be more hands-on stuff to do in earth science. So I, that's why he chose it, but I almost feel like he wishes he chose astronomy. So next year he can do astronomy or like I said, if we do general science, he may do the 101 series. Okay, so that's that. Now we have language arts. So the 11th grader is doing... Um, American literature on easy peasy online. We have used easy peasy in the past. Um, I like it because it's free. There goes some more thunder. Uh, I like it because it's free. And I also like it because I can kind of tell him sometimes like, all right, you know how I said, I say, you don't have to do that. Like there are certain things there. Like there's a book that I wasn't sure I wanted him to read. So I was like, you know what? We don't have to do that. But I can pick and kind of choose the activities um, and the writing assignments and things like that um, or, you know, the grammar or whatever it is. So I, I, we just started it. We're not really far into it. So I can't really give a great assessment on it. And then my younger one, my uh, seventh grader, is also doing the level seven easy peasy language arts, which so far is so good. We like that very much. He needs a little catching up on his spelling, on his writing skills. Um, so I also have given him a Worldly Wise uh, text, not textbook, workbook, which we've never used that before. But so far, I think it's working out pretty well. And it's just, you know, giving him a whole bunch of new words every week and then spelling them and using them properly. And the words aren't the problem, though. Like, he knows a lot of words. It's just the spelling and the writing that we're trying to catch up on. So I'm using the language arts, uh, easy peasy, level seven for him. And so far, so good. All right, so that's history, science, math, language. Um, and then my older son, he will continue doing Spanish on Duolingo, which is very simple. He has it on his app, and he does that. Um, he is probably not going to apply to, like, a traditional four-year college. We're thinking more of a trade. But to graduate for high school, he will need at least some foreign language. So we're just kind of continuing with that. Um, and then we have some extras in there. My son is taking photography over at our local homeschool program, but my husband actually teaches the class. Um, and so he's taking photography. My little guy, you know, the farm life out here, he takes care of the animals. He is so responsible with all of those duties. That is really, um, his uh his love and his passion so you know he's always learning with that my older son also has his own little business small business and so i'm gonna link that also in the show notes just if you want to support him and check that out he has a skateboard company and also fingerboards if you guys have teenagers or middle schoolers or younger ones they're like little mini um, skateboards, he actually makes them handmade. They're beautiful. I will link that in the show notes as well as the YouTube channel. Um, so that's, that's school right there. And I'm going to actually have him maybe take like an online, very light business course, like, you know, entrepreneurship course so that he can know the ins and outs. I mean, he's learning kind of on the job as it is, but his father's been mentoring him and helping him and teaching him the ropes because my husband has his own small business. Um, so he is um, hoping, I'm hoping to give him like a little online course. Um, also, I forgot to tell you, we're, we're reading books together, reading aloud books together, uh, 
normally in other years with our history, it involved a lot of history supplements like um you know we read like the hiding place last year we read uh charles colson's born again i love history that incorporates a lot of um books that we can read together or they can read on their own mystery of history doesn't have that so i may have to incorporate some in myself but right now we're actually just reading together some you know fiction books together i still like reading aloud even to my older ones um and then i will assign them books on their own to read so I just wanted to throw that in there. Plus, you know, I am, like I said, I try to get my kids to uh, one of the skills I want them to have, whether they go to college or not, is just to write a basic paper, a research paper, an expository paper, you know, uh, all the different kinds of essays, things like that. So uh, creative writing, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I do that kind of on my own. I give them some uh, writing assignments here and there based on what we're doing. Or sometimes the language arts will have that incorporated as well. So that's it. Haha, ha, just kidding. I can't believe it. I went through it all and I forgot to show you our math curriculum. So I interrupt this video to show you math. We are using Matthew C this year for both of my kids. We're doing pre-algebra and we're actually finishing geometry. So I told you my 11th grader has some learning uh, challenges and geometry did not get finished last year. He will finish it soon this year and then he will move on to algebra two and I believe that will take him probably through his senior year and he will stop with algebra two. But we went back to Matthew C after many years of, well, let's, we always used Matthew C in the early years. For some reason, when my daughter and my son got to like the algebra, algebra two level, I decided to try something new lesson learned they did not like what I tried and they told me why didn't we just stick with Matthew C so I went back to our roots and now we are going to finish out our homeschool journey with Matthew C um, so my sons are like I said pre-algebra for the seventh grader and geometry and then algebra 2 for the 11th grader this year and that's what we're doing for math and I forgot to put it in the video so I'm just gonna kind of edit it in here so if you are out there and you're wondering if your homeschool curriculum is, is enough or if you're homeschool, you're doing it right. I also do homeschool consulting and I had so many clients this year. I was busy this summer because so many people are just um, starting homeschooling for the first time because of the pandemic and everything. Um, so I am still taking appointments even throughout the homeschool year. If you want to have someone help you, you know, with curriculum or just to kind of somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of, or if you just need some encouragement that yes, you can do this. Um, I do do homeschool consulting appointments via FaceTime, via audio call, you know, traditional phone call. Um, and all the information for that is on simplylivingforhim.com as well. But yeah, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. That's basically our day right now. So we do our history together at some point. Um, we do our, their, what I call their individual, you know, lessons after that. Um, they just get to work once we're done with our our together time they uh sit there and and you know we kind of just all hang out in the kitchen or their living room together they do their um 
you know, their math and their language arts and things like that. And then we're usually done by lunchtime or we finish like shortly thereafter, maybe take a break for lunch and then finish later on. Like I said, as the year goes on, I'm going to add in a little bit more like reading assignments. There will be actually there are book assignments for the American literature um, in in my son's um, easy peasy online. And for my seventh grader, I'm going to assign him some books. He, he's a good reader. He likes to read. He likes to read a lot of nonfiction, though. He likes to read, uh, you know, farm books, how to, how, how to take care of animals and all that kind of stuff. So I like to, I want to try to incorporate some of the classic, you know, you know seventh grade books that he, that he uh, at his age level should be reading. So I will be incorporating some of that in. And then one of the biggest things I tell people, especially for teenagers, is engage with them discuss the books discuss the history discuss what you're learning in your bible time like i love to say to my kids oh guess what i did this morning for a devotional or guess what i learned this morning from god's word you know let them like engage with them it's so important to engage with your teenagers i absolutely love having teenagers i will say it is definitely probably not probably definitely my favorite season it really has been I love having teenagers um don't be afraid of teenagers if you have little ones and you're like oh I'm scared it's it's the best years because you can really interact with them and discuss things and you know I tell them all the time don't be afraid if you're like wrestling with something let's wrestle with it together like come to me because I wrestle with things all the time and let's let's just talk talk to them about you know current events all although (laughs) today I actually thought to myself uh, I don't even want to talk to them about current events because there's more thunder as I'm discussing current events. Uh, <laughs> is that a sign? <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that, but there is just like a big old thunder when I said current events. But, you know, t- talk to them. Engage with them. The teenage years are the years where you need to engage with them the most. Um, I could talk about this all day long. Maybe I need to do a whole podcast just on raising teenagers because I absolutely love my teenagers. So that's it. That's our curriculum. I feel like you guys are probably like, that's it. That's, you know, but that's it. That's it. Keeping it simple. Learning what we need to learn. I know now like what I really need to do for high school and, you know, kind of keeping one eye on the future. If you are a parent out there who's afraid of high school and you want somebody to walk through that with you as well, please reach out to me for homeschool consulting because I've done that with a lot of people this year. Um, You know, every state is different, but at the core, like what do you really need to do? I'm happy to sit down with you and and hash that out. Um, So now that I've kind of walked this journey with two, I kind of get it like I'm like okay I know what they really need like need to graduate and what do they really need for life and I'm all about what do they really need for life so that's a little peek into our homeschool that's a little peek into our curriculum for this year I've been wanting to get this video I was going to do it live and I said you know what let's just do it as a podcast episode and let's just do it here so that is what we did and um, you can watch this video on YouTube I'd love for you to share it with your homeschooling friends. Don't forget, my books are available on Amazon called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. That's the one that's going to get you in the heart. That's going to say, you know, what do they really need? And then there's the simple homeschool journey, building a family, not just a transcript. That kind of like um, chronicles our entire journey from kindergarten all the way to sending my daughter off to college and what really mattered most along the way. And then there is real homeschool 
letting go of the Pinterest perfect and Instagram ideal homeschool. And that one is all about letting go of comparison and what everybody else is doing. And, you know, this is between you and God. And how should your homeschool really look? Whose standards are you following? So those books are all available on Amazon. Also, um, the e-courses, the Simplify Your Homeschool and Bible-Based Homeschooling. You can find out more information at simplylivingforhim.com. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any homeschooling questions or if you want to sit down and really pick my brain and you want a homeschool consulting appointment, reach out to me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com or go over to the website at simplylivingforhim. Click on the uh, menu at the top where it says homeschool and you will get a drop-down menu that says consulting. Click on that, fill out the form, and we can get you set up for it. So I hope that this encouraged you in your homeschool or wherever you're at in your journey. Share it with a friend who homeschools. Let them know it doesn't have to be complicated. We can keep it simple. Share with me. What are you guys doing this year? I'd love to hear your uh, plans for your homeschool. And I will see you guys next time. Until then, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.